Hello, everyone. This is the Doing It Best podcast. Just in case you forgot and been listening to the show blindly, just a reminder for you. And today, Ellie has something that's me. really that's Ellie. She has something really <laughs> important to like get off her chest right now, I, y'all. I has. I want to geek out really quickly and give y'all a bunch of unnecessary knowledge that only I would think about. So today, I want to talk about Netflix versus slash ruining traditional media right so traditional media means like tv like cable tv and how netflix is like a streaming service so i have noticed that the way that netflix like does things is not how things used to be so netflix usually releases like 10 episodes long of like a series and then they Mm. they release it out as one episode and they usually binge it like what are some shows that you like to binge on netflix my friend like selling sunset i love that show that's such a good show and then dead to me that to me is really good. That to me is really good too. <clears throat> so the thing, the thing that I've always noticed is that I have always noticed that like you cannot have a not you cannot have a solid fan base, but you cannot have like a truly like tight fan base like on traditional TV, like on like traditional um, television, like weekly weekly TV. If you don't actually build like a fan base. And how to do that is you have to build it by word of mouth. And I don't feel like you get word of mouth through binging. Name me one show off of Netflix that has like a strong fan base besides like Stranger Things. Something that you've heard people like multiple people talk about. Um, I think like the only show I can think of right now is Orange is the New Black. Orange is the New Black is... is I haven't even seen that show. Orange is the New Black is one of the exceptions because... Mm -hmm. It was like the first new thing. Mm-hmm. So because that was like when Netflix was like getting like really mm-hmm. big, right? At the time. Yeah, like Netflix had just came out and they had they had a lot more heavy hitters when they first started. Like when they first started, they had like House of Cards, Orange is the New Black. They had a bunch of other shows. I feel like now Netflix is so hard. It's so hard to get into their shows because like they'll release one really good season and then either they'll cancel it or season two won't be as good. And Netflix themselves has come out and said like, oh, we don't like um, we don't like producing like season two of shows. We mm-hmm. want to go towards like a mini series and shit like that. And it's like so annoying to actually get involved in episodes. Yeah, because- I've never seen a show run like a longer for like more than like i don't know four seasons like stranger things it's like what well, going to like what season four now like, i think i think they're the longest season. Show. Yeah, yeah i think it's the final season too yeah. but like the thing is is like they don't like to so they'll have a real they'll have one season of one really good show but then after mm-hmm. that like the act the actors will ask for more mm-hmm. so the actors will like ask for more so basically what i'm trying to say because it's a lot of like words that are not coming out <laughs> clearly what i'm trying to say is like network television like um riverdale and like see the cw shows so, like riverdale dynasty have more of like a uh, fan base and a following because it's netflix. like weekly oh well, I, I i know like a lot of people that I know, they watch like Dynasty and Riverdale, but through Netflix. Like unlike me, who actually watch it every week, you know. Yeah. yeah, and that and that's another thing that I find really interesting about like Netflix and like Netflix television shows. And one of you go on the Netflix top ten list. Mm-hmm. The majority of the Netflix top ten shows are not Netflix shows, are not a Netflix original thing. They're right. traditional media shows that are getting 
put on to regular tv mm-hmm. and i feel like there's more you can do so much more with like 20 episodes rather than 10 with 10 episodes you can't really build anything up but with 20 episodes you can build like as many characters as you want you can build yeah. fan bases you can build like showmances and i think that's why netflix has not had like a teen show mm-hmm. truly grasp anyone because they cannot truly pull like the numbers like you're never gonna have another gossip girl unless it's weekly because you can't do something like you can't because the whole because like high school musical the musical the series is a great example of this that it was weekly and it had a really really big following Mm -hmm. um on tiktok because everyone was talking about it weekly and um hulu which in my opinion is a much better streaming service than netflix for tv i think netflix is a better streaming service for movies but i think hulu is a better streaming service for tv right they under they understand the weekly um thing this is so boring i'm so sorry for (laughs) all of the people that are like listening or like what is this girl saying (laughs) bro it makes sense i promise just think about it conspiracy theory i'm just kidding jk jk (laughs) so um what's it called a teacher it just came out on hulu and it's fedex so FedEx is a traditional media, a traditional um, network, and they're partnering with the streaming service. And it's like a network TV and a streaming service coming together and making a show that reaches better audiences. And I feel like if Netflix would do that, they would make more money. However, Netflix is extremely selfish, and I feel like they're ruining. Like I feel like Netflix ruined television, if that makes sense, because it brought. Television. Cause it brought in like streaming yeah. and it took people away. Like a lot of people canceled their subscriptions for Netflix and it just changed the way we consume media. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And yeah. <laughs> it just changed the way we consume media. And I don't know. I just like, I just don't like, not, I don't like binging, but I just feel like whenever a show is like made for binging, you lose so many like important aspects of like actual television. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. No, it's making me think like people, like I said earlier about how I watch it every week. A lot of people don't do that. A lot of people just binge. I know it's because we're spoiled. Like we're <laughs> spoiled with binging to the point where you can I, no, I don't to. binge. I like to like actually watch it every week. I'm like, like because if i binge i'll get a headache after all or like i'll get like so ugh, mm-hmm. watching it too much i'll have to like go somewhere and get my mind off things <laughs> and i i like one of i think i think one of the cool parts not one of the cool parts but i think one of the things that i was watching a video about glee that was explaining how like why glee was so successful and how it wouldn't be successful now and one of the topics was like glee is really good in small doses however for however if you like if you watch the entire show in like two weeks you're gonna notice how shitty it is and I was like that's so true with so much television like um I don't think we notice how bad something in is until how until how consistently we're like these are terrible storylines that were just fed to us like yeah like like Ryan Murphy he was on Bethany Frankel's podcast this week and he was saying like he wanted to create a show that was actually stuff that's happening in high school today if that makes sense is what he said and like he mm-hmm. greenlit that show himself like he says he he's always green green lighting a lot of his stuff but then he finally realized like he doesn't want to be like that one who doesn't 
actually get constructive criticism this is going off topic but yeah no yeah i'm i love this topic please continue yeah, uh, it was really interesting how he was saying all that stuff about his his projects and glee and stuff that's what basically jump-started his career pretty much ryan murphy is crazy some like sometimes i think about him and i'm like how did the same man that created glee create american horror story do you ever think about that i think about it like so often yeah i've never some have you have you watched like literally every single season full fully like all the way through no i have not i i have not watched american horror story however i have seen enough parts to know that this show is pretty it's very like intense yeah, and if I've you only, watch american story story more power to you i've watched like two full seasons or three full seasons the rest i'm just i got lost track because the storylines would jump around or like i couldn't just keep up i'm just like i I'm, i can't do this anymore <laughs> no literally i watched the i watched the american crime ones where it's like talking about like, oh yeah uh, oj simpson i love those yeah the oj simpson one and then the versace one like um the fashion designer got like killed by a super fan and it's all yeah. about his life it's incredible Ugh, yeah. mwah, i love darren chris <laughs> uh, but yeah no netflix is the devil and i feel like netflix gets praise for doing so little and it's like what have you actually done besides like ruin television <laughs> that's very it's very interesting like what you said i people i think people take account into these details they're she, also like raising their prices but yet they're oh, getting yeah, I rid of that. all I mean, they, yeah raising and raising it like, literally almost every year they keep raising all of their prices but they're getting rid of all of their shows and they've cut and they the, like i said before go ahead no i was saying that they pulled vampire diaries they're yeah pulling. they they pulled vampire Diaries. they're pulling all shows and but like that was uh, like I said before, like it's so hard to get invested into a show with Netflix because they don't like producing season twos. Yeah. Like they don't, and it's so hard to actually like enjoy anything. And like I've just stopped watching shows on Netflix because I'm just like, they're not going to give me a season two. So what's the point of getting invested if I'm not going to like have an end result? I think that's, that's, that's what I say. Cause like, because there's shows I've been wanting, but then I find out they're canceled and they're on Netflix. So I'm like, why well, am I going to start a show? And then they just get canceled. Like, pointless honestly pointless stupid and i just i don't know it's so weird to me because like i feel like netflix keeps changing their strategy like first they were like a streaming platform then they were like they started doing original content then they started doing movies now they're trying to take a step back from like tv shows which is the thing that got them popular in the first place and now they're like no we're doing mini series and it's just like bro make up your mind like (laughs) sit somewhere you want to go exactly i don't know but yeah you feel better now no just kidding <laughs> i feel great i hope i hope i hope y'all didn't bore y'all to sleep y'all are probably like what is she talking about it's okay no. if you listen to that i love you <laughs> well i think it's just right should we, should we come back with more to these yes people? i'm so not excited these people but our listeners we love you. Okay. <laughs> i'm so Be excited right Skincare is something essential right now during the winter season, and Iris and Bo is here to save the day. Their goal is to provide clean, natural products for an organic lifestyle. The ingredients include hyaluronic acid, which plumps the skin, along with jojoba oil and aloe vera, just to name a few. Creator Whitney Rose from Real Housewives of Salt Lake City made sure to offer products only created in the United States and was dedicated to making their packaging recyclable and only crafted from Mother Nature. Since the holidays are fast approaching, you should go check them out at irisandbow.com to find gifts to put underneath your tree this holiday season. 
As a gift to our listeners, go to irisandbow.com and put in code BEST20 in all caps, receiving 20% off your first purchase. That's BEST20 in all caps at checkout. Happy holidays. Welcome back, friends. How are you? (laughs) So you wanted to talk about something? Yeah. I The other day, I found this book called How to Be Mindful by Anna Barnes, and I was reading some of the passages in it, and considering 2021 is coming right around the corner god it's like crazy how this year has flown by i remember remember when we had our last semester and we went home oh, and never wow. returned it was so fun i never came back i was like <laughs> i'll see y'all after spring break and <laughs> i never did <laughs> i was so sad i wanted to do the you know how it's, this is going on topic but i'm gonna go back to what i was saying earlier y'all but <laughs> you know how i wanted to do the showcase yeah yeah, I was so sad about that. I wanted to reach out to the... Because what I was trying to say last week, I remember now what I was going to say. Remember Lauren Elena? Yeah, Lauren Elena. <laughs> Lauren Elena's contemporary. I'm yeah. I wanted to do that for my dad, but... I was Aww. So, yeah, I wanted to somehow how to recreate a solo of that, but that was, I was really sad about that. But anyway, I know. <laughs> so what I was going to say is that yeah, since 2021 is coming right around the corner, I figured this book would be something that we can talk about to y'all and reflect about. And there's some passages that I really like that stuck out. And like the first one was about basically starting a journal filled with stuff you're great. You have gratitude, a gratitude journal, and just basically all the positive things in your life. And you can start from like the small things such as the view from your window to the bigger things such as your health or your family. And then once the night comes, list the three things you're grateful for during the day. And you'll soon learn to start focusing naturally on the positives during the day, during the day and in life in general. Cause like with me, I had this thing where at the end of my day, I always tell myself, what did you accomplish today? Like, (laughs) I'm like, did you go to the store? You did that. Did you yeah. finish three assignments and one quiz? You did that. Yeah. Did you, I don't know, <laughs> anything in general, you did that. And so I always try to tell people that. Like, yeah. I think it's a very good thing that we should start doing like the gratitude journal and stuff like that. I've, I've been thinking about doing something because I like that. And I think this is my like sign that I should do it. Yeah. I've been meaning to do something like this. I think I will definitely go buy a journal yeah. and actually make it into something like this. Cause it is therapeutic after a while. Like once you start reading, going back to read what you wrote and you're like, Oh wow. That's, that's- yeah, definitely. It kind of like, it also gives you inner peace. Like you kind of just, it kind of makes everything a little bit better uh-huh exactly and then there's like we have the one about the forgive and forget and so with that it's something that we all should be very open about and then in the book it says open your heart and soul to your forgiveness both for yourself and others holding on to resentment or anger only fuels other negative emotions be open to healing and love and i don't know do you want to like say your piece about that yeah sure um I think yeah I think forgiving and forgetting is really important for yourself and for others I think I think if you can do it for yourself you can do it for others and I think just learning like everyone makes mistakes Mm -hmm. and no one is perfect is really important and I think what they say um what she says in the book where she's like holding on to resentment or anger only fuels other emotion only fuels other negative emotion is so true I think when you hold on to something really really tight and you're like you hurt me for so long it's just 
you hold on to something but if you just let it go it, like i was saying before it, it kind of gives you like inner peace mindfulness oh my gosh i get it <laughs> <laughs> right i mean like honestly it's it, life is short and i, I know it's cliche it's so to say short. that but it is true and like you don't you can forget that person but do you you don't necessarily have to go and be like buddy buddy or like yeah. i love you you don't have to do that all you can do is just wish them well and like with me I don't know if y'all remember how I talked about the first episode about that person. And, but I yeah. did hold, I, for, I would say for a good week after everything basically came out, I did hold anger because I didn't get my answers. But then I yeah. realized like, I just kind of wish them well, honestly. And mm-hmm. whatever they do in life, they, they succeed and strive. Yeah, I think, I think especially whenever you're dealing with someone else, mm-hmm. you the only thing that you can do is forgive yourself and maybe just be like they did what they did for their own reasons and you'll never know like their reasons. Yeah. Truly, and you have to just be you have to be content with what you did. You have to be like, you know, I didn't do the right thing, but I accept that I didn't do the right thing or I accept that I did all I could do and they're mm-hmm. not going to come back or they're not going to con be around or they're not going to do anything you know you have to be very content with yourself and you have to forgive to move on because even if you do have a relationship and you don't forgive it'll have a strain in that relationship with those negative thoughts like she was Mm -hmm. saying Mm -hmm. yeah it's just it's it's i don't know it's not a tough thing for people i think people just need to like because i know a lot of people who do hold anger against people yeah i'm like i just i tell them like just it's 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 too much and like it puts stra- strain on your body when you think about it yeah it really does, yeah, it does. um a lot of intensity and then, <laughs> and then the final one that we have and i feel like a lot of people will probably relate to is stop assuming the worst and then in the book she talks about you know how your mind is racing and you're consumed with worry are you scared of your are you scaring yourself with the what ifs what ifs yeah. and imagined scenarios may seem incredibly real but they're a figment of our imagination a large proportion of our things of the things that we imagine never actually happen and then she gives like a thing about how say you take your cat to the vet and then uh-huh. the cat's eating and then you spend the day at the apartment where he has a terrible disease and then you just find out like he just has something so small like a splinter in his foot and then they are moving and that solves your problem and then you realize that you just spent the day feeling yourself anxiety and then your worrying is taking control of your life. And I'm just reading cliff notes of what this book is saying. I'm not reading all the way through. So, I, And she was saying that the second you realize that you're dwelling on a worst case scenario, you bring yourself back to the present and you realize that you can't be a fortune teller because that would be the best superpower ever to be a fortune teller. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and then worrying just serves no purpose and overall because it'll just make you feel anxious and then you rather just focus on like the facts of the situation and on the what the what is rather than the what ifs you know I felt like that was yeah bad. definitely I feel like I I feel like um a lot of people spend too much time thinking about the what ifs and don't and don't live in the moment enough yeah I think that's I think that's one of my biggest issues with like life especially right now I'm always thinking about like what if and I'm just like bro stop just breathe enjoy what's in front of you instead of worrying like with me I was telling you earlier about how well I didn't say this during the show but we were off off camera or whatever you want to call it (laughs) how I got I moved to another position in the workplace (laughs) that I'm at 
I was honestly thinking of the what ifs and like I was like I was like wondering would my would my boss be mad at me when my mm-hmm. when my boss number one let me back into the area I was working at and then finally we just had a heart to heart and we discussed it and then I'm like oh wow I was it by myself I was yeah. gripping myself with anxiety thinking she would hate me for the rest of the time I was there and which is if I, and let me feel better made made yeah. myself feel better but yeah exactly see like sometimes we get so consumed that we're always gonna i think no one ever says this but we're you're always gonna assume the worst like you're always gonna whatever is you're gonna always think of what what's worse Mm -hmm. like whatever you think it's not it's gonna be a hundred times like not as bad but it's just because you were the one that are assuming like they hate me and this and that it's like no dude like they just want Taco Bell. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Glad we got that a little therapy session. Was off fun. Our with yeah, was no, fun. that was good. Thanks. I want to come back and read more of this. Like, you also pick it up. It is called How to Be Mindful by Anna Barnes. And it is like really colorful. That's why I mainly picked it up because it'll take Yeah, it sounds it. really good. I want to get it. <laughs> I'm going to get it now. <sighs> well, we're going to be back, y'all. Yeah. Yeah, don't hey, leave. We love you. Don't stay. leave. We please. love you. Please stay. Like, please. We're back, everyone. We're back. Welcome back. <laughs> before Thank we go, so much yeah. for listening. Thank you so much for listening. But before we go, what is your song of the week, Ellie? <laughs> my song of the week, my song of the year. Ooh, Spotify. <laughs> my song of the year is Heather by Conan Gray. <clears throat> and when I was feeling he's a good like guy. a little, yeah. he's so cute. When I was feeling like a little soft girl in the summer, when I was going through my stupid no one loves me phase. I would play Heather on repeat over and over again, and I would just cry to the lyrics. And tomorrow, there's a lyric in the song that says, I still remember 3rd of December, and tomorrow is 3rd of December. So while y'all are listening to it, it's 3rd of December. <laughs> you know what Elmas is doing? She's crying in a room like a little girl on the 3rd of December. <laughs> oh my, God. Um, my song of the week would be uh, In the Morning by JLo. It's honestly Ooh. like when you get the lyrics, like, she's saying that her man only wants her in bed like wow. he doesn't really want her for anything else besides yeah. sex basically is what Disgusting. she's saying about and then she's like why can't you love me during during any time any other time besides me in the bed naked so what? yeah it's pretty, hey, pretty deep. i but, hate men i don't <laughs> i hate men <laughs> <laughs> i don't know but thank you guys so much for listening to this this week's podcast yes thanks for listening to us nerd out this was a fun podcast i had good i had a good time yeah we have a really we're working on getting a really special guest from the problem yeah we're trying so hard we're getting close but it's someone you're currently are seeing right now on your televisions every wednesday night so that's all i can say that's all we can say our show is on tonight so you can take a guess yes (laughs) tell it let us know if you know (laughs) (laughs) 
But yeah, you can um you can follow the show's podcast page at Doing the Best. And you can follow me at Elnaz E L N A Z G H twenty one. So Elnaz G H twenty one. That is my Instagram. Please follow me. I'm really close to five hundred and I wanna hit it. So <laughs> <laughs> please follow me. And then you can follow me at hashtag Bo on Instagram and Twitter. And then you can call us at 832-872-2034. I'm surprised I memorized that so quickly. Please call us. I would love to hear your own voices. And we'll play you on air. And then we will podcast, play you on air. Across the United States, Canada, Mexico. We're literally all over the place, people. I want to give a huge shout out to my really good friend, Avion. I love you so much. She came into our live yeah, whenever we did live on through. Sunday. And she pulled through and she asked us a bunch of questions love you avion Mwah. you're 10 out of 10 yes, thanks for I'll, coming in i need a best friend like her honestly she's so amazing <laughs> she's my baby i love yeah. her she's my bestie <laughs> and then yeah please hit subscribe and leave a review for us and yes please we love you guys i left us a review so <laughs> that, i thought that was funny i didn't think it was That's so funny i didn't think it would post i thought that was so funny um Follow us on Instagram. We're going to do another live, like, sometime soon-ish. We're, we're, we're going to juggle in the date, so. Yeah. So follow us, and you'll get all the details there. And then, I guess that's it for today. Yeah, it's a fun time. Yeah. It's fun. And we'll see you next, next Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> and as we always like to say, we, we mother, mother effing love you. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye.